0: Praise the Lord. Now this is Brother Julius Adeumi. And I want you to listen closely to the teaching. We are going through the book of Romans. In this teaching we want to, to more or less give knowledge to the believers. If you have been listening to the radio broadcast and you have been blessed by this series of teaching. I want to communicate the same so that we can praise God with you. And as in chapter eight, say we have no, there's no more condemnation in us when we're in Christ Jesus. A new spirit is in us. Our our spirit has been renewed. Now we go to chapter nine, where Apostle Paul now is talking about the nation Israel, the Jews. In their days, the Jews were opposing the, the, the also opposing Christianity, and so he was going to zero in on the Jews that were opposing Christianity to make them to see that the Jews tried to get their salvation through their walking following the law of Moses, but they did not recognize that Moses actually was pointing to the Messiah that is to come, that when this new this prophet comes they are to obey him. He's going to show the light. And they didn't understand that and they were persecuting the Christians. Let's go to Romans chapter nine and see how Apostle Paul presented this case to the Jews. I start from verse one of Romans chapter nine. And the Apostle Paul said, I see the truth in Christ, I lie not, my conscience also bearing me witness in the Holy Ghost, that I have great heaviness and continual sorrow in my heart, for I could wish that myself were caused from Christ for my brethren, my kinsmen, according to the flesh, who are Israelites, to whom pertinent the adoption, and the glory, and the covenant and the giving of the law, and the service of God, and the promises, whose are the fathers, and of whom, as concerning the flesh, Christ came, who is ever, over all. God bless forever Amen. Not as though the word of God has stick in no effect. For they are not all Israel, which are of Israel. Now, still, let's stop right there. Even though he was lamenting that the nation Israel didn't embrace the Messiah, only those who are elected are following him like the apostles and several of the believers that were Jews in that generation. But the nation, as the rulers, when he talk about the Israel, he's talking about the rulers, the high priests, and the shepherds. They were the ones that crucified Christ, and he was saying they were trying to formulate their own, just their own salvation through following the law of Moses. And now he went to verse 6, he said, Not as though the word of God has taken on effect, for they are not all Israel which are all of Israel. Now it's coming to where you are going to talk about election. All those rabbis, all those uh, Pharisees, all those Sadducees, all those chief priests and priests, they claim to be Israelites in their generation. But I postpone now saying that they are not all Israel who claim to be Israel. Verse 7, Neither because they are the seed of Abraham are they all children, but in Isaac shall thy seed be called. Now it's now trying to bring to us to understanding that even though we always say the seed of Abraham is the promises for the seed of Abraham to inherit the earth. But you see, who are the seed of Abraham? We can say where well, Isaac is that seed of Abraham, but Isaac has two sons. And God selected between the two sons. He said, "Jacob is the one I'm selecting." So it's not just being seed of Abraham; it is the seed, it is the elected seed that will be inheriting this world. And He's trying to explain this to us in this chapter nine. Who is the elected seed? When you look at Abraham, you go back to the book of Genesis. You will see that Abraham not only didn't just have one son or two. After he, after his wife Sarah died, Abraham married again. Keturah. He married another woman called Keturah. And she bear five other sons to Abraham. Well, all of those are not even mentioned because they are not part of the elected promise of seed. They are just Gentiles, you see. But they are also the seed of Abraham. If you are talking of seed of Abraham, it's not just the Jews that are the seed of Abraham by, by, by physical nature. They are not the only natural seed of Abraham. You see what I'm saying? What about Isaac, uh, Isaac's son, Jacob Esau? He was also a seed of Abraham by natural birth, but not elected. What about the sons of Keturah? They were also seed of Abraham by natural birth, but not the elected seed. So Apostle Paul was going to now point to election in this chapter 9 to also make it clear that it's not just election through Isaac and Jacob only it came now to the, their, their own generation it's now trying to say even in their generation all of those people that claim to be chief priests and priests and pharisees and they are all claiming to be Jews through the line of Jacob through the line of uh, Abraham, Isaac and Jacob they were the natural seed of that Abraham, Isaac and Jacob but they are not elected according to this because it's now by election God is choosing those who are going to become Christians He said those whom He predestinates He called which means all those chief priests who claim to be Jews all those rabbis, all those Pharisees who claim to be Jews by natural birth being seed of Abraham, Isaac and Jacob but they were not elected to become the seed of Christ so he's now he's going to teach us about election in this chapter 9 so that He says it's not all that claim to be Israel that are Israelites because it's now by election you see what I'm saying it's not all that say they are the seed of Abraham by natural but that are the seed of Abraham by election that's what he's saying in verse 7 hes said not that because they are the seed of Abraham are they all children but in Isaac shall their seed be called so we quickly say there's an election between Isaac and Ishmael and also between Isaac and the sons of Keturah which are five that came later okay and also when it comes to Isaac between in the, in the children of Isaac we now see Jacob and then Esau. Esau was not elected. Now you come all the way down to the time of Christ. All those Pharisees, Sadducees, chief priests were all Jews by birth, that refused to accept Christ. They were also not elected to be saved. That's what Apostle Paul is trying to say here. Not on top of the 10 tribes of Israel that have already fallen away they have gone away from the nation of Israel from the time of the when the country split into two in the days of uh, after Ezekiah the king when they have the northern kingdom ten tribes that are no more even counted as Jews they are not, they were not Jews they are just Israelites but they were scattered so there were no more reference to them so you can say they were now to be classified as Gentiles so they are not only the Jews that the tribe of Judah that went into Babylon these are the only people that the story followed and those are the only people that you can say are still in the line of the election but when now come to Christ this Jews that came back from Babylon they are expected to be the elected seed but see it's not every person that is selected; only Christ is elected Christ came through that line and everyone now that is believing Christ is elected everyone that is believing Christ whether Jews or Gentiles we are elected to be seed of Christ by faith now see what God is doing God has brought Christ to be out of that seed of Abraham, Isaac and Jacob and through Christ now is calling his people, his sheep from every tribe, from every nation, from every tongue whether Jew or Gentile and those whom he called are those that are elected those who he didn't call, like the Pharisees, they were not elected even though they claimed to be even though they were the natural seed of Abraham they were not elected to be saved so this is what Apostle Paul is describing, that is now by election Verse 9 Let me read verse That is, they which are the children of the flesh, these are not the children of God, but the children of the promise accounted for the seed Verse 9 For this is the word of promise. At this time will I come, and Sarah shall have a son Bringing us back to the story of Abraham and Sarah and not only this, but when Rebekah that is the wife of Isaac also had conceived by one, even by our father Isaac, for the children being not yet born, neither having done any good or evil that the purpose of God according to election might stand, not of works, but of him that calleth. It. it was said unto her, unto Rebekah the elder shall serve the younger. You see, God is electing As he purposed, as he has preordained, as he desired in his heart Before the foundation of the world, God is electing So he elected the younger to be the one that will inherit the seed Abraham Isaac and Jacob As it is written, Jacob a fire loved, but Esau a fire hated That's putting it down crudely like that in the scriptures Verse 14 says, what shall we say then? Is there unrighteousness with God? God forbid For he said to Moses, now listen to this, when he came to Moses, God was telling Moses that God is the one that shows whom he is going to have mercy upon, and God is the one that shows whom he is not going to have mercy upon. For he said to Moses, I will have mercy upon whom I will have mercy, and I will have compassion on whom I will have compassion. So then it is not of him that willeth, nor of him that runeth, but of God that showeth mercy. Now when you come to this Bible verse, you begin to say, does it mean that God has selected some people who are going to heaven and some are going to hell?" You can say it is like predestination, but it's not really that God predestined that this fellow is going to go to heaven. But when you look at this chapter 9, it seems to be alluding to the fact that God already, we know God already knows who is going to hell, But He allowed the gospel to be preached to everybody. But Christ said, I know my sheep. Only the sheep of Christ will listen and will follow because they are called, they are elected, they are called but the gospel we preach to everybody some hardened heart. they won't know why their heart is hardened but God will say, according to this Bible you can use this to explain why they are not accepting Christ you that is listen to me, maybe you are a Muslim maybe you are a Hindu, maybe you are a pagan if you are not believing this gospel of Jesus Christ maybe you are not called into heaven maybe your place is hell or lake of fire you are not to decide, you want to go to hell or lake of fire but if you cry unto God, He is able to save you, He able to call you out of darkness to make you change, to make you understand it If you are humble, because God wants a humble heart Those who are proud will never want to see it because there's something is blocking their mind But if you are humble searching for the truth, God will reveal the truth to you It is humility that God desires, that there are hard in hard Let's go to the story of uh, Pharaoh here is what God said about Pharaoh in the in the days of Moses. Verse 17 For the scripture said unto Pharaoh Even for this same purpose have I raised thee up that I might show my power in thee and that my name might be declared throughout all the earth. Therefore I say mercy on whom he will have mercy and whom he will he hardened Now you can see that Apostle Paul is going to is, is, is describing is making an apologetic description here because he's going to come back and say are we going to blame God for choosing him? or are we going to say God is unrighteous? See, is the is the potter. You go to a potter's house where they are making pots, and the potter has a whole bunch of clay on the floor, and he's going to pull out of this way and make a beautiful pot for water. And that pot is only meant for water in his other That's you he wanted this pot to be used for water Then from the same bunch of clay he will make another pot That will be used for cooking It will be on the fire Burning, burning and burning always And for it to be able to stand the fire The potter boss will burn it Before even he, before he sell it to so those who are going to be using it for cooking But the one that he didn't want for cooking how? Oh, why did the potter do it? from the same lump of clay He's making the pot for water just be cool and making the same from the same lump of clay is making a pot for cooking that will be on fire burning and be blackened by fire that was why that was that was the choice of the potter you have, you have no reason why you can say well you make this one to be like this he just chooses to make the same from the same lump that's what apostle Paul is describing here in this chapter 9 so that it you make us to fear God if God calls you to be a Christian take it seriously it is He's calling to be a vessel unto honor. Take it seriously and be grateful to him. But you that listen to me, if you are wishy-washy and you are not believing, maybe you are meant for the, for the fire, for the destruction. But if you humble yourself, you may realize that you are actually a seed of God. For even listening to this, for even paying attention to what we are saying today, for even listening, maybe you are a vessel unto honor, but you are still rebellious and God is going to have to spank you before you turn, but if you are not turning, most likely you belong to the fire. And that is what Apostle Paul is trying to say, but it is by election. And the logic Christ make it clear that no man can come unto me except my Father that sent me draws them. You see? So if you are not coming to become a Christian, if you are not accepting this gospel that we are teaching to you, most likely you are not meant to, 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 to receive. Maybe you are meant for hell and lake of fire. You can only be shaking your head and say, we pity you. We can only say we pity you. That's what we can say. But God loves you, see. God loves you see. Say, well, if God loves you, why will he allow you to go to hell? Let me give you a story: a story that the Lord Jesus gave of the of Abraham and the rich man and Lazarus. A poor beggar. Do you know that that rich man that in the Bible that Logic gave? He said the rich man died and went to hell. And he looked across the, across the space and saw Abraham afar off and he saw the beggar, Lazarus, that was begging at his doorstep when he was alive and Abraham's bosom. You know the story? The rich man cried unto Abraham, he said, he called him Father Abraham Listen to that, he called him Father Abraham That rich man means he was a, a Jew by the, of the seed of Abraham, by a nation and he asked Abraham to to send Lazarus, the beggar, to bring just water with his finger, just to cool his tongue. You know what Abraham called him? Abraham called him son. I said, wait a minute. It means there will be some sons of Abraham that will be here. You see what I'm talking about? There will be some sons. of Abraham even call him son. He said, you see, you have your own good time in, in when you are alive. And Lazarus had the bad times. But there's no way you can pass from here to there or from there to here. There's a goal fixed. So that man said, "Now send out to my father's he house so that he can witness to my five brothers so that they don't come this place of torment." Abraham said, "Well, they have Moses and the Lord. Let them listen to them." Oh, he said, "They won't listen unless somebody grows from the dead. They will listen." And Abraham said, "If they won't listen to the preachers, I mean Moses and the prophets, neither will they be persuaded. No one rose from the dead." But you see the point I was making that Abraham even call him son. I mean, he's a son of Abraham and he's in hell. You see what I'm saying? There will be so many people that will regret that they shouldn't go to hell. They will see they may be a son of God, they may be a son of Abraham. Abraham still call him son. You may say, if God loves you so much, why would he allow you to go to hell? If you don't turn, if you don't turn and accept Christ, you will find yourself in hell. In fact Christ said I will blot out some names after the book of life which means maybe their names were formerly in the book of life because they did not overcome because they did not continue to the end because they messed up their life they will be blotted out of the book of life so there may be some songs that will end up being blotted out of the book of life but we pray that that will not be your portion we pray that will not be our portion that's why we are preaching this gospel to you take the gospel of Jesus Christ seriously walk humbly before him and also search yourself make sure you are living right live for christ romans chapter 9 that we are reading because now he's talking about how god has said to to pharaoh that god actually said he raised up this pharaoh for destruction in verse 17. he said for this purpose i raised thee up that i might show my power in thee and that my name might be declared throughout all earth." now look at that there was one pharaoh living in the palace of egypt Egyptian palace and there was one Moses who was raised in the same palace of Egypt one was raised by God said he raised him to show his power to him Moses was raised by God also to show his power to him so how is God raising two people he's showing his power to both of them God showed his power through Moses for salvation of Israelites God showed his power through the Pharaoh to destroy Pharaoh by hardening Pharaoh's heart but God said here he, God said he is the one that make that race of this save Pharaoh so that he may show his power to Pharaoh and oh, he going to show his power to Pharaoh by hardening Pharaoh's heart so that he can show all those signs and wonders in Egypt and then Pharaoh was destroyed you see, but you see, two people raised in the same palace one was raised to show the power of God to save some people the other one was raised so that the power can, show, can be shown to him for that man's destruction because Pharaoh was destroyed and destroyed the Egyptians too verse it is said, Therefore I see mercy on whom he will have mercy and whom he will he had in it Whithou will say then unto me, Why dost he yet find fault? For who has resisted His sweet? Now this is the answer for he said, "Nay, but oh man, Who art thou that rep- replies after God? Shall the thing formed say to him that formed it, Why hast thou make me thus? Has not the Potter power over the clay of the same lump to make one vessel unto honor and another unto dishonor? That's what I just used to describe it to you. That is, God is the one that is that created us. He He has the right to make one vessel unto honor and one vessel unto dishonor. Can make a pot for water, the same from the same lump. He make another pot for fire. 32 is what Apostle Paul keeps explaining. It. What if God, willing to show his wrath and to make his power known, endure with much long-suffering the vessels of wrath fitted to destruction? That's an example of the vessel of wrath, Pharaoh. God said, I raised him up to show my power through Pharaoh. I was showing the power through Pharaoh by hardening Pharaoh's house so that God can demonstrate how he has power through Moses. And both of them were raised in the same palace of the Pharaohs verse 23 and that he might make known the riches of his glory on the vessels of mercy which he had afore prepared unto glory even us whom he has called not of the jews only but also of the gentiles and as, as i also said before except the lord of sabbath had left us a seed we had been as sodoma and had been like us what shall we say then that the gentiles which followed not after righteousness have Attained to righteousness, even the righteousness which is of faith, but Israel, which followed after the law of righteousness, has not attained to the law of righteousness, wherefore, because they sought it not by faith, but as it were, by the works of the law, For they stumble at that stumbling block, as it is written, Behold, I lay in Zion a stumbling block, a stumbling stone, and rock of offense, and whosoever believeth on him shall not be ashamed. So what Apostle Paul is describing, he describes election. That God is the one that is electing who is going to be saved, who is not going to be saved. And God Christ said, I know my sheep, and they hear my voice. He was t- talking to the to the Pharisees that didn't believe. And he said, They don't believe because they are not, he said, because they are not his sheep. And you can see that only Christ knows that I saw, like he said, he said, the Lord knows that I so many still, he still allow us to preach to everybody still allow the gospel to be preached to everybody and if you are being called by the Lord Jesus Christ to believe this gospel of salvation it is because you are called it's a name that are within they are called they are chosen and they are faithful so now that you are a believer that's listening to me you have been called by the Lord Jesus Christ now you are to be faithful faithful even unto the end he said Even unto death even they want to kill you but not for not for accepting christ be faithful even unto death what he said because your reward is great in heaven but he said i know my sheep and they hear my voice the voice of stranger they will not hear so that is very important that you need to know that christ is calling you and he has called you is by election and if you have been elected to believe this gospel blessed are ye and don't let even friends, don't let even neighbors, don't let even your family members pull you out of it just think of that Isaac has two sons God chose one and didn't choose the other one and there will be competition don't let the one that is not chosen drag you back into hell into lake of fire because that is their job the job of the devil is to try to drag other people with him to lake of fire Satan is already condemned to lake of fire what he's trying to do is to try to get some more people to go with him But you have to say If God has called you to believe the gospel of Christ Don't let Satan pull you Into the lake of fire with him Now we're going to go to Chapter 10 in the next chapter In this chapter 10 Moses was Apostle Paul was describing the law of Moses That it is the lot of works That only by walking are they thinking They can get their salvation But it is salvation is only by faith In Christ Jesus And he described that Perfectly in, uh, in verse Romans chapter 10, beginning from verse 13 It says, for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved And in John chapter 10 it's where Apostle Paul describes how we can really be saved The procedure of being saved is that in verse 9 It says, if thou shalt confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus And believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead Thou shall be saved It's just by faith in Christ It is not by all the righteousness you are doing now all the righteousness you can do after to please God. No, believing this right, this salvation, believing that Christ died for you on the cross, believing that atonement is what you need. Once you believe that atonement, confess it with your mouth that I believe the atonement Christ died for me on the cross and he shed his blood to redeem me. You have to believe and confess it. With your mouth. That's what he said in verse 8 and 5, verse 8 and verse 9, chapter 10. See what said it, the word is nigh, even in thy mouth and in thy heart That is the word of faith which we preach, that's how we are saved now That if thou shalt confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus Confess that Jesus is your Lord And shalt believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead Thou shalt be saved For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness And with the mouth confession is made unto salvation For whosoever believeth on him shall not be ashamed See now you just have to confess with your mouth and believe in your heart and you shall be saved period chapter 10 summarized there that it is by confessing Christ and believing in Him that we are saved and He will give you that new spirit you make a recreate a spirit in you that make you a born again Christian and we go to chapter 11 in chapter 11 Paul continued to describe Israel as a nation and he mentioned that uh, in the end all Israel will be saved, and what does that mean? That all Israel will be saved, and I will explain that in the next uh, in the next uh, broadcast. What did he mean by all Israel will be saved? Let's say it briefly. You remember the nation Israel that that uh, that were active when Christ was around, the rulers, the elders, the the rulers of that nation. They didn't accept Christ; they crucified him and look at the whole nation was condemned except those that believe in Christ individual people that are disciples they are the ones that are not condemned but in the end God promised that the nation as a nation we get we should be at the end of the world right now not those that have been that have been destroyed not those that have passed on in, in between i mean that was scattered everywhere they still that these are still didn't believe christ the gospel was being has been preached to the gentiles and so the jews that are among the gentiles some of them are also believing in christ and they are being saved as just like the gentiles have been saved but in the end the jews have come back to their homeland right now and they form another nation strength and they are new rulers of this generation and they are new ruler that claim to be priests and sir of this generation they are still following their old great, great father they are not believing the messiah but in the end when Christ shall appear from the sky those who are rulers then will see with their eyes that they have been deceived by all these old time rabbis that deceived them telling them that Jesus is not their messiah when they realize that this same Jesus that the gentile preachers have been saying is the messiah is really the messiah because he will come from the sky and they will see the same mark of the nails prints in his hands they will say, where do you get this wound in your hand? You will say, oh, well, this is the one that I got from the house of my friends that was prophesied already in the book of Zechariah that when it shall come like that, they will see wound in the sand that is how they will recognize, you know, up till now Jesus Christ is manifesting himself to believers in this generation to make them see that he will keep that wound in the sand Till the end till he manifest themselves when he come back, you will see those Jews that are alive then will see him coming from the sky. They will say that this same Messiah that come to save them from the sky. That was what the Jews in that generation when Christ came as a baby. They were thinking the Messiah should come from the sky, not from Galilee. Born as a baby that we know his mother. They were because they didn't know that there are two types of coming. Because the gospel, the the prophet didn't explain it clearly to them, they didn't understand it either. But now when it shall come the second time, it's going to come not like a baby, it's going to come as a full grown person and it's coming to save them, it's coming from the sky, and they will see that he has a nail print in his hands. Then they will recognize the same Jesus, that the Gentiles, the Evangelists, the Christians have been saying is the Messiah, that their fathers, the Sanhedrin, the Pharisees didn't believe it and they deceive all their descendants and They don't believe this is so their jesus when they say that he the same jesus they will cry that they have been deceived and christ said we forgive them he heard forgive them like joseph forgave his brothers that sold him into slavery that's the same way christ will forgive them and that is what apostle paul was alluding to here that all Israel then will be saved because when they are now webbed they will be all of them that are rulers then will be that are alive in that generation will be weeping and they will accept him as their messiah That's how all Israel will be saved. Not those that crucified him then in the in the two thousand years ago, not those that didn't believe for all the time in, in the when they were in the diaspora, not all of those, but the new generation that we receive him then we see that the same Jesus as being the Messiah and they were accepting that's why Apostle said all Israel shall be saved. We shall continue this in the next broadcast. This is gospel distribution ministry. Box 71027 Phoenix, Arizona 85050 On the internet is www.gospeddistribution.org Turn us again next week. God bless you.